straight off the bat, I'm like, this is not going to work. So we lived together for nine months, and then come April, I've told him several times <laughs> at this point. Straight off the bat, and like nine months later. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to Unsolicited Dating Advice with Elise and Christina. Are you single and you're having trouble to mingle? Welcome to the podcast focused on giving you the dating advice you didn't know that you didn't need. Hi, Christina. How are you? Hello, hello. How's it going? Always struggling. <laughs> What's up with you? Struggling is always good. That's where we thrive. Exactly. So what's the what's the today's topic? Today we have decided to talk about exes, everything that has to do with exes, breaking up, Ooh. how to deal with it. I know, juicy. Oh la, uh, la. So I th- okay. I thought we could kick it off with what's your worst breakup story? Oh my God. Okay. Fantastic. So does it count when they didn't know they were my boyfriend or it doesn't? <laughs> yes. 100% yes. yes. Cause if not, I only okay. have one X. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I will stick to the official ones. I think the, one of the best ones I have in my list is this guy that I was together with for quite a long time. Then we had a long distance relationship where I, I was living in Australia and uh, he was living in Italy, so quite long. And he was, uh, he was like the worst uh, with like communication over the phone. So as you could imagine, the relationship didn't develop uh, on the right uh, way. And um, so we had to go on holidays in Thailand together. And before that, we had this moment where he did something that right now I cannot even remember, but at the time we felt something really terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what it was, but we had a fight. And then uh, in that point, uh, I was like, uh, I'm going to be the one not texting this time. And we didn't speak for like two months <laughs> in that case. <laughs> and um, very healthy. He had obviously some flights to come and see me in Thailand and I didn't have my flights. So at the end, we like start talk again because we had this forced holiday, you know, to spend together. And I bought my tickets because I was like, okay, I'm just gonna go and see him. Uh, I miss him. I kind of love him. So I really want to see if that can work. And then I went to Thailand, and he basically told me that he wanted to break up with me, but at the end of the holiday because. Uh, he actually wanted to spend uh, these last uh, three weeks together. And I was like, no way I'm going to be, you know, with someone with an expiration date. So, yeah, that's where it ended. And uh, the second one, pretty great story, was my last uh, official boyfriend who was struggling with some um, depression issues, which is not fun and nice, but even less fun, it's when he tried to solve them you know, by breaking up with me and finding back his self-esteem on Tinder. <laughs> and I was like, really, <laughs> dude, shit. like, really? So, yeah, I would say these are my top two, two that come to mind. How about you? Imagine, just a little side comment, imagine how bad your self-esteem is when Tinder, of all places, when all it oh takes to improve it just a little bit is a random person online being like, oh, your picture looks nice. <laughs> I know it's like oh my god three people put like uh, and we matched uh, I must be so hot and this guy you know it was also really good looking so that was even more insane (laughs) you know because he needed that to actually confirm that he was good looking or you know uh, that he had something to offer but yeah 
fun. <laughs> it was mm. a, my response was like, it's very hard to find someone that loves you, but very easy to find someone that wants to fuck you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of times I have used that is soul crushing. I'm like, it's very, very easy to go out and get fucked. It's not very easy to go out and get love. (laughs) (laughs) It's like looking back at it, I'm like, oh, oh, I wish I didn't say that. Well, I mean, I kind of feel it's true, but at the same time, I'm like, you you shouldn't beg for it. They're like, oh, Christina, oh, come on. You you could have just, you know, left with dignity. The worst parts about those breakups is that you will say all that. You will basically grovel for this prison and then you will go home and you'll look in the mirror. You're like, you're a strong, independent woman, blah, blah, blah. And give yourself that pep talk, which is like, girl, (laughs) you were just on the floor licking his feet going like, please love me. I know. It's like, (laughs) please just give me a relationship. I'm fine. Even if it's like for three days and you don't really love me, but I want it. Please just (laughs) give it to me. And they're like, mm, nah. <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> but yeah, <clears throat> tell me about yours. Yeah, now my worst breakup story. Um, I have a few actually. Like they haven't been horrible. Like we hate each other breakups, but they've definitely been bad. But okay, so I have <laughs> one ex where we we're so on and off. Like there's so many breakup stories. Most of my breakup stories are with him, unfortunately. <laughs> so I think I'm going to go for something else. Another one with my first serious boyfriend so we'd been together for two and a half years we lived together for nine of those months and I realized as we were moving in that oh this is not gonna last very long but then it was too late we signed the lease we were living like with most of his good friends and we we managed to snatch this like gorgeous apartment had a bunch of space and an extra room so I was like okay you know Mm -hmm. what I'm gonna I'm we're gonna make it work Mm -hmm. so we move in together and straight off the bat I'm like this is not gonna work so we lived together for nine months and then come April, I've told him several times <laughs> at this point. Ba- Sorry. <laughs> Straight off the bat and like nine months later. <laughs> so it's like, how the fuck do I get out of the lease? It was my first year living away from home and I was going to college. And yeah, who the fuck would I move in with? Because I didn't know anyone in the city. Anyways, so we lived together for like nine months. So come April, I've told him several times I'm like unless we do something I can't be in this relationship so we have the we have the talk so we sit on the bed I I asked him to come into our room I, we sit down on the bed and I tell him I'm like I think I should move into the guest bedroom and this person Ooh. is yeah so this I used to date this extremely like academia kind of person so he's very rational to the point where I was like please just so show some emotion to let me know that you're not a robot <laughs> So we would sit down, we would sit down on the bed and I would go, okay, I think it's time for me to move into the guest bedroom. And he's like, okay. I'm like, oh, um, you do know that means, right? He's like, um, yeah, yeah. That means we're broken up. I'm like, oh, cool. Cool that you're so fucking cool with it. (laughs) So I would, I was just mad at this point. Cause like, it was a very, even though there were no feelings kind of left, it was still a heartfelt goodbye because we've been together for so long. So I got pissed. I went from being really sad to being really pissed. I'm like, how dare you not show any emotion? So I move into the guest bedroom. And then a couple of days later, I confront him. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, come on. We've been together for a long time. There's obviously like feelings involved, even though you're an emotional robot. And he's like, no, it was really sad. So I was like, oh, um, okay. Okay, great. I'll, t- I'll great. take notes. Amazing. <laughs> you that stayed there for another day. nine months? No, God, no. <laughs> No, God, no. I stayed in the guest bedroom for, I think, a month and a half or something or a oh, month. Oh, wow. 
yeah so how was the relationship yeah. after it was the worst part is it worked better that way the last month than it had for the last like three nice okay so I got so pissy because thing is when he moved he was a year older so he went to university before I did a year before okay so when he moved I was seeing his family that summer went to their summer house and mm -hmm. when I was getting on the train to leave this place he basically just goes I don't think I can do long distance but this has been fun and like puts me on the train I'm like oh <laughs> what <laughs> And as I'm sitting there, like waving goodbye, I have my ticket in my hand and I'm like trying to hold my tears in because I know the conductor is going to come around and collect the ticket. So I'm like, okay, don't cry, don't cry, don't cry. But this fucking conductor never comes around. So I just start bawling my eyes out, like sniffling. No. Hold my ticket. And then suddenly I have like, he's like tapping my shoulders, like miss. And I turn around like mascara all down my face, super red and puffy. And he's like, whoa, um, are you okay I'm like yeah I'm okay and like hands him my ticket and he's just looking at me terrified he's like are you sure I'm like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> and he leaves but then we get back to get uh, as I'm saying this this is a horrible story we should have just ended it right there but yeah we had another year and a half after that and then the most like emotionally Whoa. not not traumatizing breakup but definitely like the worst there was no emotion in it from him even though he told me after he told me like a year after he's like yeah that was really traumatizing for me I'm like ah, oh, it could have been nice of you to let me know <laughs> I did not notice so this is this <laughs> is a different guy is this the same guy or it's a different guy same guy that I broke up with or we broke up twice okay okay fantastic yeah. so it's yeah, a pattern the robot guy so the 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 takeaway it's like uh, first of all if you break up with them sometimes your relationship might get better <laughs> yeah fucking true fucking true second of all maybe train conductors are not the greatest person <laughs> to support you yeah I like um, cried in a few different public I don't like crying but I've cried in a few different public spaces I would say train is probably my least favorite because there's just no I definitely did that too yeah <laughs> when you're like in McDonald's you're like I'm trying to eat your burger and it's like I'm, <laughs> I'm so sad but I'm trying to eat my pain away and it's not <laughs> working <laughs> That actually brings me to one of the questions. Like, what's the best place to break up with someone? The best place? Oh, my God. I would say somewhere where potentially the other person reaction is not going to make like a drama <laughs> scene. It would be my pick. Like, if I had to break up with someone, unfortunately, everybody always broke up with me. <laughs> so I have not put together a better strategy so far. Um, but usually I would say like at someone's place where there's no one else. Uh, and then you can like, you know, cry and or, you know, scream at each other or whatever. What do you think? I definitely agree. I think for sure, keep it either private or if you have the need to you know, do it in public, don't do it in secluded spaces. Like don't go to the smallest restaurant and <laughs> oh my sit God. down and be like, oh, by the way, this is not working. I don't love you anymore. Bye. Or maybe do like that. not somewhere, you know, people. <laughs> yeah. That's oh. even worse. It's like, Take maybe I, I'd rather be like a small place, uh, but no one knows me. than like, uh, <laughs> even like in a park, uh, but there are like people that know me and I'm like, oh, shit, that hurts. That hurts yeah. so bad take them to yeah. a place that neither of you usually go to go to a different part of town altogether if you need to <laughs> like, do it in public 
like, hey, I have to take you on an adventure today. And, and if someone tells you that, you're like, oh, no, 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 wait a minute. Would you start a breakup by saying like, hey, I have to talk to you about something? I think I, so. I hate Just them. Because I know, but at the same time, it kind of gives them a heads up without you being like, hey, love you. Uh, we need to talk. I hate those words too, but it's kind of, it, I don't know, it cushions the fall a little bit. When do you think it's a good time to break up with someone? Like not in, in the sense of like a place or timing, but like a, in the flow of the relationship, when what's something that should make us think, okay, the time has come. Oh, that's a good question. I think you'll know when you know, like it's a shitty answer, but you will know when it's time. It's, it's impossible to give a recipe of like, okay, when you feel this feeling or when you know you, you have this or do this or do that. But I definitely think Mm -hmm. if you come to a point where you're bickering all the time and you disagree on like the big things, it's definitely time to take a backseat and be like, okay, do I want this? Is this a relationship I actually want to be in? Because I am a true believer in you need to work on something hard. Like love takes, takes work. Being in a relationship takes a lot of work. So sometimes it's not going to be easy and you can work on it. But if there are certain things and values that don't align, Definitely think that you should, you know, sit down and have a talk and be like, okay, shit, maybe, maybe this is not going somewhere. Or, you know, if you start fantasizing about other people and you're like, oh, (laughs) I wish I could be with someone else, maybe "Mm, reevaluate. Well, well, well. Yeah, I feel that like sometimes I think that the best moment to to break up would actually be when you have the peak of your relationship, when it starts uh, slowly going down. To me, it should already be the moment. But the problem is that we don't notice it because we're like, oh, it's okay. It's just a little downfall. It's going to be better. And then it's done. It's not. (laughs) So I feel that on paper, the best moment to break up with someone, as soon as the beautiful peak uh, has passed, uh, can you start actually seeing that there are some, you know, this issue that you're talking about, maybe not the same values but there's not been any real issue you know related to it but you kind of know it's coming um so it's like it would avoid so much pain from like people i feel yeah we keep on investing on something even if it's uh, you know losing because you already put so much into it that you're like no fucking way this is not gonna work so you're like i keep putting 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 even if you know that this kid's not gonna work and i feel that's the same reason we go back to the same person like a bunch of times uh, and we're like oh my god i've already invested like five years of my life with you it makes sense uh, that we give it a shot again, you know, even if we know that yeah. potentially the same exact issues are gonna be there. So true. I think that also has to do with kind of a lack of closure. I very much believe that if you let a relationship run its course and you, you did what you had to do, but it just didn't work out. It is so much easier in my experience to kind of let that relationship go. The people I've been in relationships with that have been like normal relationships, I, I can have a very nice relation to them now we can be friends we can meet up without anything coming up again but with the people that I've never like we've been in this weird relationship or whatever like we've never had that closure we never fully gave it a go it's so difficult to let go because then you're always you have that hope back in your mind like oh maybe this time would be different blah 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 blah. yeah true or like oh but what do you thought we actually were together that would be maybe something yeah oh my god the romanticizing 
the falling in love with the idea and the potential yeah oh and that the scene that right <laughs> that is so true but okay let's talk about a different uh breakup point of view it's like okay the breakup has happened but then how do you get over someone Ooh, yeah what's your best advice so um i tried everything and anything <laughs> I had, I had this guy that I was crazy in love with. He just, we were just not aligned with uh, what we wanted. He definitely wanted something like more open, you know, and I wanted something at, not open at all, you know. And mm-hmm. um, so at some point I was like, you know what? I'm just like struggling and like not being happy because we definitely want different things. So <laughs> my my strategy was like, okay, human being i was like okay human beings work you know they're very easy to like manipulate so i was like i'm gonna just manipulate myself and my brain and uh, what i decided was like to try to associate uh, this guy to the things i hate the most which for example is <laughs> onion onion so every time i would think about this guy i would like think about onion 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 like me eating onion i would be like like disgusted and it kind of works i have to say yeah so that's like my strategy that actually, sounds I don't like remember. it could work i was talking with some other friends about it one she was disgusted by lizards and she was just like <laughs> trying to associate the current guy that she was seeing with lizards because it was not going well so it's actually a pretty good uh, you know strategy proven that it's uh, it's working so it's very simple the recipe is pick one thing that you hate <laughs> and just uh, every time that you think about the person that you love and you want to you know get over with just think about that two together and like see them i'm trying yeah, to think so- of what i would do association with uh-huh. I'm not sure. Probably do like kelp. I don't even know what that is. You know the creepy seaweed, the like dark brown horrible oh, seaweed. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Oof. Okay. Giant okay. phobia. Mm, yep. Yep. Cannot stand. That sounds like a, a great object <laughs> to associate. Dude, I'll try oh, that yeah. technique next time. Damn. <laughs> it's like a Pavlovian dog, like stimuli and reply and response. <laughs> No, I'll definitely try that because most of the time, like the last few breakups have been fine, but sometimes like it takes me a while to get over someone, mostly because I don't date. So I don't get my mind off of things. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So maybe that would be good. For me, it takes forever. Usually it takes uh, as much as, uh, you know, some years and then me meeting that person again and then being yeah. like, oh, oh my God, I thought I actually wanted to be with per- this person forever thank god he broke up with me <laughs> yeah that's kind of like a pattern i've had that i was crazy in love with someone they broke up with me i kept thinking that they were like the perfect person and maybe you know started seeing other people but until i actually found someone else uh, um that was my boyfriend that i really loved uh, still like was thinking about them and so on and then maybe see them again and expect her to feel crazy things and uh, you know be still in that place where i was crazy in love and then just be there i'm like nope gone <laughs> no feeling actually slightly annoyed and don't find him attractive anymore <laughs> so <laughs> but isn't that one of the best feelings though where you're like oh i finally let go i'm free oh my god free of this yes person. it's so good it's so good so i made an experiment a couple of years ago so when i was back in italy after some travels i tried to see every guy that 
had been important uh, uh, to me that was in Italy. So four or five guys. And uh, the fun thing was like, I wanted to see if uh, I would have dated any of those. And mm-hmm. uh, out of like five, I think uh, I would have dated just one. <laughs> so all the <laughs> other ones, I was like, uh, no, nope, 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 not interested. Especially the ones, you know, that maybe were like, six years five years three years that I you know I didn't see them so it was like really interesting to see how much some of them like I thought they were so attractive so interesting so wow 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 and then I would be like ah, this person is very simple or like uh, I get why I like them but the person that I am today not really sure that I'm like still falling for this you know or for yeah, example we for me glorify them Oh my God. Yeah. And for me, for example, a value that is really important is like growth. So like uh, some of them were just like the same exact person. And I was like, uh, whoa, you're boring. (laughs) Some other were just like uh, the worst version of themselves. So, you know, one was very, very like focused on himself, a lot of like uh, ego and so on. And this time it was even stronger. And I was like, oh my God, I can't even stand you. The only one that I actually would would have dated again. Wow. Okay. I can see that he put so much work into himself, uh, into like the things uh, that, you know, we were maybe arguing about uh, and that I, I disagree or like his bad traits of his character. I can tell that he worked uh, so hard on those and that he's such, such a better person now. That's the only person that... Uh, have you ever tried doing anything like that? Have you seen no, your exes I'm like, uh, Yes, I have. Uh, there's one nice. I haven't seen, and that would I'm not sure how I would react. But <laughs> it's I the like robot? the idea because it kind of it gives you... No, I've seen him, definitely. I know, it, it's, it seems like a very dangerous game to play, at least for me, because I'm like, it's either I fucking so happy we broke up, or <laughs> it's like, oh, I still love you. <laughs> It's like a Russian roulette, uh, squid game, the squid game of the <laughs> of the breakups. That brings me over to to another one because there's a girl on Reddit that asked, oh um, or she said that she's become really close with her boyfriend's friends, and recently they mm-hmm. had a giant fight, and it got her to think, is it what is it okay to stay friends with his friends if they break up? And that kind of brings me onto that because the reason I've seen the first boyfriend that I was living with. Is because we, I became best friends with his best friend. Ooh, okay, okay. <laughs> it's happened with a few of my exes, with all my exes actually, because so you know you get to that point where you start meeting your friends, and we were actually with the first one. We were living with my ex's best friend and a few of other of his friends. The two others were just fucking weirdos. That is another story in and of itself. And the other guy. <laughs> Uh, he was living by himself. So we were two couples and then him. And while we were living together, like we didn't really hang out and didn't really do anything together except for like in groups. But then when we moved apart, we were studying the same thing in in, uh, in uni. So we kind of ended up in the same friend group. And he is one of my closest friends to this day. And in the beginning, I was trying to ask my ex, like, is this okay with you? He's like, I guess so. It's kind of weird, but I'm like, okay, too bad because we're friends. <laughs> Oh my God. And he would, he had this other friend group that was uh, two years above me in high school, but like I knew them through some of my extracurricular activities, but we never really hung out. But because we were together and they were friends, they would invite both of us to this like um, New Year's trip, uh, cabin Mm -hmm. trip. 
And after we broke up, they continued to invite me because they liked me. Versus one year he couldn't make it, but they still invited me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and oh and same thing happened with my most recent ex. I befriended one of his really good female friends and we're hopefully moving in together. <laughs> so nice. It's this whole weird thing where like, if I like the person, I don't see a problem with remaining friends with them as long as you don't overstep any boundaries. Like I try as much as I can. Whenever we broke up, I would try to like keep them out of it because I don't want to make things awkward. I don't want to, you know, say bad things about that person. But if they ask, I'll be like, you know, these are my feelings about it, but it's nothing against him. I don't want you guys to choose. Um, kind of try and keep them as neutral as possible so I definitely think it's possible for people to stay friends with their ex's friends some people might not think it's okay but you know it's your life fucking live it yeah I kind of agree because uh, for example if I have a couple that uh, they're both my friends and then they split up I would not be able to like choose I would honestly always put it on them so for example yeah you know context of like uh, weddings uh, and so on so it's like, uh, oh, would you invite them both? I'm like, yeah. And then it's up to them. Like if one of them doesn't want to show up, like it's their freaking business. But uh, yeah, I would always be like very equal. And um, so, yeah. And I feel also it's very weird for people to like be put in the situation like, oh, my God, I have to choose or, or not. They're like what's happening? Um, so I don't know. I feel that uh should always be like that in certain cases maybe it's a, a little awkward and for sure it depends on how bad it went down <laughs> because uh, let's say one of the two you know cheated or like did something shitty so I would say like uh, there's kind of a reason why the friend could be a little pissed you know <laughs> because I would be like probably taking sides so yeah yeah I actually had one of those in in high school one of those pro- situations where Oof. two yeah two of my best friends in class started dating and they kind of tried to keep it a secret would pitch pissed me off because I was like why why would you keep it a secret because they used me as an excuse to their parents all the time that oh we're hanging out with Elise when they were hanging out together I'm like I don't give a shit if you guys date that's cute but don't like leave me out of it don't blame me (laughs) um but then so they date a year and they're still like my friends and whatnot but then suddenly they break up and I asked the girl, I'm like, hey, what happened? She's like, yeah, so it turns out he's cheated like a lot. Uh, and mind you, like cool. he was struggling with his own shit at the time, but he was still my friend. So I'm like, I was in this weird position where I'm like, okay, is it okay for me to remain friends with him? Because I definitely gave him shit. I'm like, how fucking dare you? Horrible, horrible thing to do. But you know, he's still my friend. I feel like it's different if you have a friend, you don't know the girl, like the girlfriend's not part of your friend group, but you know, you know her, you have a relationship with her as well, but it's True. different. Like it's your friend first. If they cheated, then of course you could stay friends. But when you're in a friend group, I feel like it's kind of, they put some pressure on you to go with a person that got cheated on, which I get. But at the same time, you know, he was my friend for, for a lot of years and we were super close. And nah, I feel like people can just- be also... Yeah, it can be. People can make mistakes uh, and be yeah. wrong and just like fuck up. It's it's life. It's always going to happen. It's not, nothing new in the cycles. So yeah, I get it. But um, I don't know. Sometimes I would be like, uh, maybe, you know, not, not being friends because that's a very extreme approach, but maybe just like taking some space or distance uh, from yeah, that person. Maybe that could be, or at the beginning until like kind of things, uh, you know, 
are more chill down and you know i feel that maybe during the process you're like oh, i don't want to be involved <laughs> kind of yeah. hard to have this situation because most of the time you always are more connected with one of the two like yeah uh, if, I, if i think about my couple friends uh, i can definitely state very easily which one i'm more connected to and which one i would have like a harder time to let go <laughs> oh definitely true when i think about it yeah yeah, so it's like, maybe it's like one of those, you know, idealistic cases that never happen in real life or like very rarely. <laughs> but anyway, so, okay, another very cute question so that I think uh, we should try to answer tonight, maybe the last one. It, it's, um, is it really better to be alone than to be with the wrong person? <laughs> oh, Please I love care. this one. A hundred percent, it's better to be alone. I think mm-hmm. people today, they're so afraid of, you know, not having someone and going to bed alone. And do People have got it mixed up that being alone is the same as being lonely. This is not true. Being alone just means that you're taking care of yourself and you're doing what's best for you. And if that takes years, that takes years. It doesn't have to be the worst thing in the world. You can still meet amazing people, but there'll be, you know, friends. And having good people surround you is so much more important than having, you know, one person to spoon you at night. Anyone can spoon you at night. If they're not giving you what you want, if they're not making you happy and contributing to your happiness, yeah. I'm pretty be sure. alone, I'm pretty people. Sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that some Japanese inventions, like, uh, you know, robots spooning <laughs> you <laughs> or something yes. like that. I need to, like, look it up. But I totally, 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 totally agree with you. And uh, usually actually being with the wrong person is like a pain in the ass. So that as soon as you break up, uh, I can tell like the relief uh, is there. You know, it's like, oh, thank God. It's like, I'm out of this. Uh, Hallelujah. (laughs) Finally. (laughs) This person that asked the question, have you actually ever been with the wrong person? Because that's (laughs) not fun. By being alone or with yourself, it's usually pretty good unless you really don't know how to be with yourself though I think it's quite common nowadays like that's the that's the sad part maybe maybe it's not even about the the depth of the relationship it's more about like company and like yeah. okay I want to do things with someone because when I do them alone I just uh, don't like it I always suggest like uh, some solo traveling that like uh, you know those memes about like um, that person went to went to India you know <laughs> and looked yeah. for uh, their meaning and they found out they were just uh, you know <laughs> they were just lonely they were just lonely <laughs> connection with people I remember going to hostels not talking to anyone for like two days because uh, to be honest. Uh, I was like uh, not interested you know and like I felt the energy was not good and so on so I would not even open my mouth with one person over there and then I had other moments where I was like talking with everyone because the energy was flowing so well so um, I mean that's also wrong people you know in other fields it's not just a wrong person in you know relationship but it can be also like you know the wrong friend or the wrong uh, co-worker the wrong uh, you know it ultimately comes down to you know you do whatever makes you happy if being in very like strange superficial relationships make you happy then great go for it but I think most people could benefit from just stop being a serial dater or a serial monogamous or whatever it is 
and just spend actually spend some time alone and that's not to say if you know an exciting person comes along that you're supposed to say no just because oh i'm on this individual spiritual journey i can't date anyone no no say yes if the opportunity is there and you kind of want to go for it do it but try and not go out every single fucking weekend and meet random people that you actually don't really care for try and go out with friends instead or like take yourself out which sounds super cliche but it's I've just in recent years have seen so many people and talked to so many people that are just, they're not taking care of themselves because they're so scared of being alone. They're like, oh, what do you do? Well, you were on your own on a Saturday night. I'm like, yeah, I was exhausted. I didn't feel like going out. I am so comfortable just staying in with a bowl of chips on my belly watching Netflix. Could not be happy. I know. I actually had some trouble with my friends uh, over the years because uh, I would be like, uh, you know what? I really don't feel like doing anything while watching Netflix. And they were like, what? Like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, super offended and so on. And I'm like, uh, yeah. Like, have you ever tried that? It's pretty cool. Pretty awesome. So, like, it's weird that some people are like, oh, my God, you prefer to do that? Really? But that's and usually that also- people that live for the weekend. So, <laughs> It also kind of translates to to guys you're seeing because like I've had to explain these this to more people than I care to admit but uh the last guy I was seeing I kind of had to explain to him like okay when you say that you you're not ready to commit and you need to like be alone and do whatever you want and then you go on continue in that same circle it's just you say you want to be alone but you're never actually alone and he's like oh you know that's not a relationship I'm like if you're seeing one person not exclusively, but more than most people that's dating, then you have a certain <laughs> yeah. commitment to that person. So I'm like, if you say you want to be alone, no, no, that's not what I mean. Like actually be alone. Don't go out just because you're lonely at night and need someone to spoon, get a spooning pillow. God damn it. Yeah, I totally agree. I think we covered a bunch of different aspects that are really interesting <laughs> and yeah. gave some like um, crazy stories. I definitely have more breakups that probably are like a uh, undercover traumas as I don't even remember <laughs> them so I'm like maybe that's for another day <laughs> we'll like do a part one two five ten twenty <laughs> oh my god yeah what's your what's your favorite part of this episode which one you like the best the general takeaway would be to you know don't date just for the sake of dating and um if it doesn't feel right it's not right you know, break up with them, get out of that relationship. There's always someone out there, even though we make, we joke about it all the time. They're like all the fish in the sea are <laughs> fished up or they're that ugly, like guppy looking sea <laughs> creature that lives in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> There's still people yeah. out there, you know? Yeah. My, I think my advice comes from like a very wise uh, saying uh, in Italian, which is uh, never reheat uh, the soup. <laughs> so... <laughs> like uh, this very deep uh, and metaphorical you know way of saying it means uh, that uh, when something went wrong and you break up with someone it's very likely that that's gonna happen again so just don't go back to the same soup uh, buy new soup (laughs) that's my advice for the day and I think we can close with this we both need to follow that advice especially me yeah like (laughs) I I definitely reheated some soup (laughs) oh definitely and multiple I times definitely, multiple yeah times. and i know it was not good <laughs> i'm like i'm still I'm like no this soup i'm not gonna throw it out anyway 
this makes me hungry all right wonderful people uh we'll see you on the next episode which we still don't know what's gonna be like but i'm sure we're gonna give you some uh, crazy stories so keep uh, listening to our podcast we'll take another deep dive uh onto reddit next week hopefully with some guests that can come on i'm very excited until then amazing ciao bella ciao bella have a wonderful night and i'll see you next week Bye.